So in our little pre-show meeting that Jake and I have before we start recording the show, we were just talking about like um, self-image and um, insecurities and things like that. You know what I mean? A really girly conversation. But um, it, it, it parlayed into who are some of our inspirations. And for those of you that know, I, I am the king of self-deprecation. Or I would say the prince or maybe the duke of self-deprecation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I know that there's other people out there that are way better, better at it than I am. But some of my inspirations growing up were David Letterman, um, Robin Williams, um, Eddie Murphy, Bernie Mac. Um, and, so, and people like that, you know what I mean? And they had a level of self-deprecation in a lot of their their uh, stand-up, their comedy, and, and a lot of their, their talent. So I use a lot of that. But another reason why I am the, 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 the archduke of self-deprecation is because being picked on so much as a kid, I figured, look, if I do it, then they can't. So I take the power from them. So when people call me fat, I'm like, you do realize that I have a career based off of the word fat, fat guy radio show. It was so funny, Jake. One of the streamers that I, I follow and, and sub and have gifted subs for because I absolutely love him, Benny Streams on Twitch. Um, he was like, I went in on his, on his stream and I was like, hey, what's up, blah, blah. He says, you know what? I'm going to start calling you radio instead of fat guy radio. And so I hit him up in Discord and I'm like, I had to explain it all to him. I says, dude, don't think that, I'm offended by the word fat. I mean, that's my product, bruh. Yeah, but that's what we were talking about at the start of the show was self-deprecation and things like that and how I find it challenging for someone that I deem would have no physical insecurities. If they have insecurities and they voice those to me, I find it very difficult to understand. Yeah, I I was saying, uh, like, we grew up and I have no idea how old Corey is, but, you know, not too far off, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> we grew up at a time where, like, the, you know, the Gen X generation, uh, I think, found that, hey, this self-deprecation is sort of a weapon we can use, you know? Yeah. Like, we, and, I, you know, the one that stands out to me the most is Conan O'Brien. Yep. Where... Where, you know, most of the talk show hosts at the time, you know, you had you had Johnny Carson, where Johnny Carson was the king and everyone referred to him as the king and he was the guy. And, you know, there was times where he, there were jokes at his own expense, but a lot of the times it was like they were playing jokes on each other. And that was that. But Conan came out and he's like, you know, he just walks out. He's like, I'm lanky. I don't belong here. I'm not worthy of this show. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to say all this shit before all of you can, uh, you know? Yeah. And the same thing with Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, Bernie a lot Mac. of his career was based on the fact that he would attack his upbringing, his family, you yeah. know, and things in and around him. And then what he did was he would parlay that into parts of his fans lives that were identical to his, you know what I mean? So, and I remember a lot of his stand up, he would all in, in a lot of his stand up back in the day, he would say, Haha, don't laugh at me. You as fucked up as I am. Yeah. <laughs> there was, uh, I, I think the, the way I was introduced to Bernie Mac was probably through his show, 
right? The Bernie um, Mac show, the TV show. Right, which I think a lot of people are introduced to Bernie Mac through that that way. And yeah, uh, even in that show, like it's it's basically like he's he's the butt of the joke. Like yep. he's you know everyone's just walking on him, and the whole joke is that he thinks he's high and mighty, but he's really not. Right, and he everyone's has no just sort of yeah, yep. yeah. And that's you got a six year old. And Jake, to give you a little background on that, is that that the Bernie Mac show was based off of a part of his stand up in the movie yeah. The Kings of Comedy. Yeah, I went. I went back and and watched oh, okay, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. Uh, I I loved all that stuff growing up because, <laughs> and I was talking about this with with a couple friends, right? You know, you, when you grew up, uh, you were either a a Disney Channel kid, a Nickelodeon kid, or a Cartoon Network kid, right? And I was always the Cartoon Network kid because I I love. First of all, I love Cartoon Network, but. I was also a Cartoon Network kid because I loved Comedy Central and Comedy Central was Channel 51 and Cartoon Network was Channel 53. So that way, if my parents were about to walk into my room or something, I could be like, flip, flip, and I'm back on Cartoon Network and they have no idea I'm watching Comedy Central. This is where our age separation reveals itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was a WB kid. I was also a WB kid. And the reason why I was a WB kid is because it was channel 61. And we didn't have a remote, Jake. We had the turn dial. And if the parents were walking by, you could easily go from 61 to channel three. Because it was so close on the dial. That's how that's how old I am. We didn't have we didn't have remotes. (laughs) When I, when I was, you know, when I was really young, you know, we didn't have cable or whatever. Yeah. So channel 61, I remember watching like, uh, you know, they had the, the cartoon block on, on WB, uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what were, like, uh, a lot of the Hanna-Barbera Han- cartoons, Hanna-Barbera and like Animaniacs. Oh man. Good oh, stuff. the Animaniacs. Da, 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 da. We are zany <laughs> to the max. Da, 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 da. I forgot the rest that, of it. And th- they were the opposite of self-deprecation, actually. Yeah, they were just <laughs> out, they were out to cause self-deprecation yeah. and destruction because they were maniacs. <laughs> Apparently, they rebooted that show. I didn't watch it. I need to. I should. They're also rebooting a movie that Donald Faison of Scrubs is in, Powerpuff Girls. Ooh, yeah, looks bad. Does it? Yeah, I like Donald Faison. He's playing the professor. I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, that's a good casting. But I've seen some like set photos of it, and it's just like ooh, kind of missing <laughs> it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't we'll know. see. It's it's also like coming to the CW, and like the CW kind of. That's the new on. WB. Right, and I think they changed their name from the WB to the CW because they're like, we don't really want this channel to represent our company, uh, you know, because it's Warner Brothers, and they're yeah. like, we don't want this channel to be Warner Brothers because that was around the time that, you know, they started doing shows like Smallville, and then like later came Arrow, and all these just like shitty, the. Uh, like the flash show and hey, I watched Super arrow Girl. for like the first two seasons and don't get me wrong. There is something to be enjoyed there for sure. Uh, specifically with arrow and flash, like the first few seasons of those shows are like, okay, 
but they both got pretty soap opera y very, very quickly. Very. Yeah. That's why I punched and, out. Yeah, and even Supergirl, like the first season is so cheesy that you're kind of like, this is fun, but then it keeps going and you're like, oh man, this just feels, <laughs> this just feels it, Yeah, bad. even though the actor that played an arrow can actually do a salmon letter. A, a salmon letter? Yeah, salmon letter. You don't know what a salmon letter is? No. Salmon letter is a ladder that doesn't have steps on it, but it has the hooks on the side where steps would be and you take a bar and you jump it from rung oh, to oh, rung okay. to rung. I didn't know that's what that was called. Yeah. It's a salmon letter. And the actor that played, um, what was the, what was the, the show? Oliver. We about? Yeah. Oliver, the actor that played Oliver can act. That's what, his name, right? In the show. <laughs> his, uh, yeah. His name is Oliver in the show. The character's name. He actually appeared on, um, American Ninja Warrior. Where oh, yeah? one of their um, parts of their course is a salmon ladder, and he actually did the salmon ladder, and he can actually do it. Yeah, that's on the CW as well. The the Ninja Warrior stuff. Ninja Warrior isn't on CW. Are you sure? Ninja Warrior is NBC. Is it? Yes. I think it used to be on the CW. Probably back in the day. They haven't yeah. done it since um, COVID, but I do that follow Adam Rail who is one of the warriors and he's out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I do follow Adam rail and he's been hinting at some, um, post on his Instagram that they were taping, um, American Ninja warrior, but he never really said it was American Ninja warrior and American Ninja warrior normally tapes around January and then airs in the uh, summer. So I don't know. We'll see. I bet the hard thing with that show when it comes to param or paramedic, when it comes to COVID, because uh, like you don't think of that show as like oh that that's a lot of people because it's like one dude doing the course and they could spread them out or whatever, but then it's also like you need paramedics there and you know paramedics may be a little busy right now and also like it probably takes a lot of people to set up the courses and then also you kind of want an audience there because that's kind of half the show is you know getting that audience noise and stuff. So I bet well, that's why they didn't do it. They did. They did air um, last season, last summer. They did. They did tape one, and it was very weird. They did it inside of an arena, and normally American Ninja Warrior courses are outside. They did it inside. It was no crowd, but of course they piped in the crowd. They were allowed to bring like two other people, but the two other people that the Warriors brought to support them were other warriors that were competing later. And um, it was, it was just, I mean, they did it. It was a short abbreviated season, but they did pull it off, but they did it all inside. And it was kind of weird because they were in the arena. And I want to say that it was in an arena somewhere in, in Seattle. And it was weird because they had the course turn. The, the course was, you know, at a half moon in its design and, and then all of their family and everybody was on a stream screen, you know, popping up on the screens and stuff like that. So they found a way to do it. Uh, if they're going to continue to do that on next season, I don't know. Adam rail flew out to, um, I want to say Oklahoma or something like that. And that's when he was hinting at it. But American Ninja warrior, normally they take, they do a course in the East, um, portion of the country central portion of the country, west portion of the country, 
and then they ended in in Vegas, you know, for the finals. So um, I don't know. I haven't seen much buzz about it or anything official about it, but we'll see if they're able to work around. And, and I believe that with a lot of states loosening up their their uh, COVID restrictions right now, um, they might be able to pull it off, even though Arizona had a jump in its, its uh, COVID positivity rate. We went from 5% to 7% last week. Yeah, still not not too too bad, but no, still not too too bad. Still under a thousand cases a day. Yeah, Um, see what happens. Yeah, a little hope. Uh, Speaking of hope, uh, I hope we can start this show. (laughs) You're the one with the finger on the button, so start the show. Five, six, seven, eight. is up boyos welcome to the jake and Corey podcast i am jake that is Corey. what is up Corey? what is up jake you know not a whole lot you know earlier you know in our in our vignette as you like to call it uh we were we were talking a little about a, a little bit about streaming and uh there's been this hot take going around uh on on the old Twitterverse of uh you, you know who Bill Maher is. Yes. Yeah. So Bill Maher basically came out and was like streaming is is dumb. It's a waste of fucking time. I don't know why anyone would enjoy watching streaming. It's fucking stupid. And and, and the entire internet has just been like fuck this guy. Fuck you man. Everyone's like posting pictures of him at baseball games and it's like, "Yeah, why would you watch anyone play a game?" <laughs> and everyone's just sort of roasting this dude. Um, uh, I, I wanted to to get, to get your take on that. Well, Bill Maher is a 65 year old man. Number one. Number two. That was two, my first thought. That was my first thought. Was this is the most okay boomer fucking yeah. take I've ever heard? <laughs> uh, Bill Maher hasn't been relative in how long? Is he even on the air right now? Does he even have he a is. TV show? He still has that HBO show. I don't know if anyone okay. watches it. On HBO. Okay, a paid platform. He's not on any big networks like CBS or Oh, and he's NBC. he's definitely He's definitely running second fiddle to to John Oliver, who's oh, also totally. on HBO. Right. Because okay. I, you see you see John Oliver everywhere. You you don't see you don't see uh what's his butt anywhere. Yeah. He's a second banana and yeah. His comments about streaming video gaming is the result of probably him sitting around with this PR crew trying to figure out how do I get my name on the lips of hundreds of thousands and possibly millions of people. And someone in the back who is probably a Twitch streamer came out of their mouth and said, Hey, won't you say something about streaming? That's a very popular platform that has exploded in popularity during the pandemic. Let's attack them. This is what this sounds like to me because he's been irrelevant up to this point, unless you have a very over overly priced cable network called home box office, which by the way, shows the same damn eight movies every month. Well, he is on HBO. 
HBO Max. You could you could just get HBO Max. It's like ten okay. bucks a month. Yeah. yeah, you know who doesn't? You know who I don't have to pay ten dollars a month to see? People on CBS. People on ABC. People, people on, on Twitch. N- NBC. And you do have to pay for people on Twitch unless you want to sit through those effing commercials. Dude, Twitch, man, I got a couple of Twitch streamers that I follow that I don't subscribe to, but I follow. And dude, why did I sit through a freaking eight set commercial break? It was like <laughs> yeah. four fucking minutes. The the partners, the partners uh, are, if you're a partner with Twitch, you're supposed to run like, uh, a, an allotted amount of ad time during he ran streams. eight commercials and you know what he's smart i'm gonna call him out too i'm gonna bring up my twitch app this is how far i've gotten into it jake i have the twitch app on my phone now i do have more to say about bill Moore, but we'll, we'll get yes back please that. no go right ahead go right ahead i don't want to okay. transition. my 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 thought on <laughs> my thoughts on bill maher more than just this this take um because I, I do think maybe that's true, but I also think Bill Maher is just a fucking idiot um, and, like, just completely out of touch. For one, I always felt like Bill Maher was just sort of a a, a knockoff version of, um, uh, oh, God, um, George Carlin. I always felt like he was just trying to knock off George Carlin, and he just, like, never did it as well as George Carlin. Like a, like a stand-up comedian who is, like, sort of on the left – uh, but like, you know, is edgy comedy, but I felt like he just didn't nail it like George Carlin could. Yeah, he missed and, it. And I also feel like uh, ever since George Carlin passed away, he's kind of lost his influence and and he's just sort of he doesn't know where he stands. He just and, exists. Yeah. And and he just says some stupid shit. Um and he's always said stupid shit. I remember right after um right after Stan Lee died, uh he made comments like, you know, it's disturbing how many people are upset about Stan Lee, you know, these these books are for children. Uh no one should care that much. And it's just like, dude, that's fucked. Like first of all, <laughs> you're you're a political commentary and one of the best places and I'm certainly biased because I, I I fucking love comic books, but you know one of the best places to put uh, political messages and and themes it is in comic books. Like the very first like Captain America comic book is Captain America punching a goddamn Nazi dude. Like <laughs> like these are these are more than just kids books, especially these days. And that's just a dude who doesn't understand a whole culture and he just says shit without thinking about it he brings guests on there you know to like call them out like ben shapiro or jordan peterson and then just basically gives them a platform to spew their garbage and and that's basically what he does these days is um he claims to be this you know very uh progressive leftist when in reality he's he's just a conservative guy and he's really fucking lame and he, his comedy is not comedy it's cringy and uh yeah that's just sort of my thoughts on bill maher so anyway you think that it's <laughs> he's part of the new movement that not a lot of people are calling out 
we've complained and bitched about this thing called the cancel culture, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But smart people like yours truly have figured out a way to profit from stirring up the cancel the cancel culture. So you think that he's maybe just coming out of his left face just because he wants to stir up the cancel, the cancel culture, because when you do, you also bring people that aren't part of the cancel, the cancel. Why the fuck can't I talk tonight? (laughs) It happens. Son of a bitch. These big old huge chocolate lips are just getting in the way. (laughs) They're luscious. Do you think, thank you. Do you think that he is stirring up the cancel? Fuck it. I agree with your point, Jake. No, no, I know what you're saying, because I'm not saying that cancel culture doesn't exist. I think I have gone that far before where I'm like, cancel culture doesn't exist. I don't think it's as as extreme as what a lot of people say. I think a lot of people, specifically conservative pundits like like uh, like a like Ben Shapiro or, you know, those are just like the the big names that everyone knows. Ben Shapiro. And I, I think Bill Maher, to a certain extent, use cancel culture as as like hey look i'm the victim uh, you know and they use this sort of like victim mentality like oh i'm the victim look at me oh so bad everyone hates me why does everyone hate me just for making jokes and it's right. like no no dude like you just suck and no one likes you because you suck but you can also <laughs> cancel use culture you can also use the cancel culture to your benefit and that's what a lot i think a lot of people are starting to realize is that you can use that culture to your benefit because what's going to happen is that if you stir up the cancel culture you're also going to stir up the looky loos the ones that want to come in and look and see look and see what the cancel culture is trying to cancel and when they come in and they look you right. look and they look you lose guess what you've now uh, you've now gotten the attention of eyes that you didn't have before right and i think that's what a lot of them do by using this victim mentality yeah like a, a lot of people are like oh they're just like me i'm cringy too and i'm an asshole too i'm yeah. being canceled and it's like so then they get this like huge audience of people who are like, oh, these poor people are being canceled. I won't cancel you, buddy boy. Yeah, and I'm going to stand behind you, friend old friend. I got your back, dude. I'm going to stand with you yeah. and chain myself to the tree of righteousness. Totally, dude. I think I think like uh, that whole group of people got famous because of cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Absolutely. I totally think so. Not Bill Maher. Bill Maher has been around for fucking ever. But that's I think a, he, that's a problem. He he uses it to his advantage, though. He talks about cancel culture all the time. And, and like, you know, when the Gina Carano thing happened, you know, like, <laughs> which Gina Carano wasn't necessarily canceled. She just had a, a contract renewal. And Disney's like, we're not renewing your contract. It's not necessarily that she was fired. They're just like, well, you're kind of uh, you don't fit our brand. So we're just yeah. not going to renew your contract. And brands change. Yeah, and that's totally fair, I think. Um, you're not entitled to work for fucking Disney, guy. No. Who do you think yeah. you are, an Olsen twin? <laughs> hey, one of the Olsons is uh, still very big with Disney, you know? She, she uh, plays... Both of the Olsons are very, very, they're immensely huge. They have just built up the most perfect screen to where a lot of the shit that you and I see in stores and on shelves and hanging on hangers, you don't even realize that the Olsen twins are behind it. They are the snipers 
of Hollywood success and they have done it and traversed it successfully. They have agreed. It's like they've said, you know what, we're going to find a business model that doesn't force us to be in the forefront. We are going to be the sleeper sale behind it. And they just sit back and they rake in the money. They are worth millions and millions of dollars and you barely see their faces now. Yeah. Cause I think genius, what, what they ended up doing was, uh, they did like a fashion line, but they never like used their face as nope. like a selling point. It's just or their like, name, the fashion line. And then that sort of expanded and expanded and expanded. And they've just continued to rake in the dough yep. um, with young girls and kids and toys yeah. and makeup, um, jewelry, both real and fake. And you would never know that the Olsen twins are behind it, but they are. I mean, it's just a beautiful beautiful orchestrated story of success for these because for a while you know they were tabloid covers you know and people were like they're washed up they're hash bins and they're like oh yeah i think they hated it too and they're probably like you know since you guys are going to try to tear us apart because we're in the limelight all right we're going to find a way to continue to rake in our millions but not be in the limelight and i think it's a genius play they are too smart and too very smart women they don't have to have their faces out in order for them to uh make faces people used to pick on them for their weight their size you know they were and they're just like fuck that we're out yeah they're like fuck you okay we're out but you know what you're still gonna buy our shit motherfucker (laughs) yeah you know what i mean so we can we can just start a business smart 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 i don't i don't know if you know this uh you remember that show wandavision we watched the first episode Um, yeah Wanda I watched of it yeah Wanda in that show well we also watched uh Infinity War and she's in that too the 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 lady with the with the red like laser beam sort of stuff out of her hands or whatever fire Uh, the laser (laughs) that's uh she's their sister that's Elizabeth Olsen yeah Elizabeth Olsen yeah she's a great actress dude she's she's a great yeah I agree she's not a she's she's not a 20 you know she's she's a single baby yeah, she's she's fucking great. I really, really loved WandaVision. You know, I think twins do very well in Hollywood because look at Tia and Tamara Maori. What are they up to now? Not a lot in the forefront. I think T- Tamara is on a talk show. Oh, I think right, she's yeah. on a talk show. Um, but she recently was unmasked on The Masked Singer on Fox. Um, she was the seashell. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> And uh, you don't hear much about them, but they are still doing very well for themselves. Dude, I loved Sister Sister growing up. Yeah, they're married. They're happy. The only one that I wish would have been better off of Sister Sister was the actress Jack A. Harry. Was that the the mom? The mom. I have known and watched Jack A. since the days. She's great in that show, too. She's amazing. All the way back to the days of her hot, loose hips in the, the TV show 227. I love Jack A. Harry. But I haven't seen much about her lately, you know? Tutu, uh, Sister Sister was like the last time. Now she's doing like little stupid game show appearances and game show judges and and stuff like that, you know? And I, I, I don't know why, but I feel that when a celebrity that was at one time very popular ends up on a, you know, 1 a.m. aired game show, I'm like, Wow. Mm. Yeesh. Yeah. Fall from grace. I mean, you were amazing at some point. Um, 
Yeah, I was but, a big fan of the dad on that show too, just because he had a he had a killer mustache. Yeah, killer. Mu- I mean, that was Amazing the mustache, mustache before the Steve Harvey mustache. Oh yeah, he killed it. Uh, yeah, but, that that was around the time of you know we had Tom Selleck and stuff. And yeah, yeah, that so, was the the era of the porn stash. See, the white yeah. guys had porn stashes. Yeah, black black actors and actresses just had. Killer stashes. It's you know still what I mean? a porn stash, dude. Come on, dude. You can't put a porn stash. A porn stash has to be <laughs> something that's like a little stringy. You can't get a. You can't. You, you, black people with coarse hair can't have stringy mustaches. I don't. You know, know like you can't pretty. put. You can't put a headband on a black guy and make it look like he's got bangs. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can with a wig <laughs> <laughs> with a mullet but uh speaking of uh mass singer just real quick um they unmasked one of the characters on the mass singer last week uh the crab and the crab was bobby brown and bobby brown had made it pretty far into the show he, he made it into past the elite eight you know what i mean and I was surprised that Bobby Brown still has a little bit of his instrument. I had no clue that that's who he was, but they took that mask off and it was mother effing Bobby Brown. And I'm like, I thought the crack and the drugs had ruined his instrument because when I saw him perform on the BET awards, he was just, I let it step by day. You can be there. <laughs> but then when he was on the mass singer as the crab home, dude was singing his ass off. I'll be honest. Um, I thought I thought Bobby Brown was dead. <laughs> well, everybody else, well, you know what? That's I'm not going to say that because we'll get canceled. But and, and, and when he was unmasked in the and when he was unmasked on the Masked Singer, he mentioned his son that had recently died. He missed. He mentioned Bobby Christina, but he never said anything about Whitney. Hmm. He never once mentioned Whitney. And I thought yeah. that that was very, I thought that was very interesting. And I don't think anybody picked up on it because the mass singer is just plummeting in, in, in the ratings. And I think everything is because another thing that happened, uh, I, I, it honestly just came to my mind, even though I watched the whole fucking thing on Sunday, uh, the Oscars just happened. Uh, yeah. I heard that that was a train wreck in the ratings, <laughs> the lowest ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know, a lot of people are like, people don't care about the Oscars anymore. I don't. I, well, I think that is true. But like, you know, it went from like twenty million last year to like nine million this year. Wow. Um. But I think Holy a lot of that monkey. Yeah, but I think a lot of that has to do with just like I don't think a lot of people watch a lot of movies this year. You know, so like a lot of people are like, movie? Were there even movies this year? You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, but dude, the but the, but. Did they? I didn't watch it. Yeah, you t- you had uh, messaged me and said that you were watching it when I was trying to be a friend and and reach out to you and, and possibly hang out with you, but you completely shut me down. Nevertheless, you said that you had watched it. I didn't watch it. Did they have a host this year, like an official host? There was no like official host again so, with this crap. Were there any musical yeah. performances at all? Uh, so all the musical performances were all done like pre-show, pre-taped. Yeah, they like did a how lot of everybody else is doing it. Not even and, like during the show though, it was all during like the red carpet. There would be like someone who came up and they're like, "Hey, this guy did the score of this movie." And then they they would cut to like a little performance thing. Which the was only weird. thing that's Only thing I heard about the Oscars was that uh Wakanda Forever did not win. He lost out to um someone else who wasn't even there. 
Yeah, he lost to um, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> yeah. guy who plays Hannibal Lecter, yeah. Who, who, who wasn't even there. So right, that's, yeah. a, that's the extent. But I don't know. It's very interesting. It's that I think I don't think it has anything to do with there not being a lot of movies because there were some movies. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, think I, I don't it has think a lot, lot of people with, were aware of those movies, you know. But I think maybe people are just tired of these self-aggrandizing fucking award shows for celebrities that are already living the life. Yeah. I think maybe people are starting to punch out on that. Well, I think, yeah, I do think so. But I think COVID has a lot to do with that. Like, I think, um, you know, I think if it were a normal year and, and, you know, COVID had not happened, I think we would have seen like a drop from like 25 million to, you know, 19 million or whatever this year. But they've been falling in the ratings for the last five years, right? They have. But the, the trajectory has been like, you know, they went from like 60 million and down to like, you know you know 55 million and it's been like a slow but this one was like 25 million to 9 million and i think wow. covid has a lot to do with that and and i i think every show is struggling because also i think just people being home uh people just don't have fucking cable anymore either um a lot of people are just doing the streaming thing and mm-hmm. for me to watch it was kind of it was kind of a struggle to figure out how to watch the fucking oscars I had to like ask for my sister's Cox login so I could stream it on my computer. And it's like, dude, you should really just stream the Oscars for free or like sign a deal with Hulu or something. They were on Hulu. Uh, No, they weren't. I looked at my Hulu on Sunday and it said Oscars live. I think they had like the replay on Hulu. So you could like watch the replay no, it said Oscars. Oscars live. I, I mean, because I, I mean, don't don't hold a gun to my head, but I believe I saw that. The only way I could watch it was on the NBC official website, and it was like locked, unless you had a, a cable service. Yeah, unless you have, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's that's weird. the case too. I mean, dude, there were some, there were a lot of streamed movies that I yeah. read were up for Oscars. You know what I mean? A lot of actors and actresses that were in streamed movies from last year. You know, so um, I can tell you this right now, man, you may be alluding to something that you're not even aware of. Broadcast television has really got to get a handle on this streaming platform. You know what I mean? Just developing an app to um, have someone streaming from their phone or to replay. It, 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 I don't find that in direct competition with streaming services that are just so far and above and ahead of these broadcast networks. And I don't think the broadcast networks are taking it seriously. I almost see that. I mean, look at the struggle you went through to get the Oscars. You shouldn't have that struggle in 2021 with the pandemic or not streaming is totally bending broadcast uh, TV over its leg right now. And it's almost reminiscent of, the Netflix blockbuster takeover where blockbuster just kept sleeping on this and thought that, okay, we'll let people, you know, uh, rent DVDs outside of our building and not have to come inside and get a movie or, you know, whatever they tried to do something because they, that was, they tried to do something that was insignificant. And unfortunately it was not fast enough or quick enough to, 
combat the onslaught of Netflix. And I feel that now with Amazon in the running and with Hulu joining, you don't even need to watch uh, broadcast live sports anymore because Hulu has live sports. I'm thinking that these broadcast networks are not sort really of. catching up to these these streaming platforms yet. And then YouTube TV, you know what I'm saying? And I know that there are things that are on the broadcast network that you can stream on these other platforms, but that's still from a business standpoint, a, a, a loss of value because then what's the point of you having a broadcast network if you're just going to allow, you're just going to partner with these other streaming services. And the one person that has figured this out was Disney. And that's when Disney, if you remember a couple of years back, Disney ripped all of their shit from everybody else and said, you can't stream this anymore. Netflix, you can't stream this anymore. Hulu, you can't stream this YouTube TV. You can't do any of our products. We're taking it all in. And everybody was walking around like, you know, a red ass baboon in the Amazon desert, just scratching their head, wondering what the fuck is going on. And then boom, here's Disney plus. Yeah. Um, I, you know, but, I think we're we're seeing more platforms like that, you know, like Paramount Plus. Peacock is like the new one, which is NBC. Um, but yeah, I think I think a lot of like broadcast television these days are like, well, we'll we'll play it on TV and people who have TV can watch it there and we'll make our money that way. And then we'll sign some sort of fucking deal with with Hulu or Netflix or whatever. And we'll make money that way, too. They've just diversified their their income streams. But uh, the percentage of people that have streaming services, like I am now officially part of that market where I have nothing but streaming. That's all I have in my house is streaming. That's it. Same. There is no broadcast TV coming into my home. So with the market shift being more drastic and growing every day and even took a huge leap during the pandemic, you would think some of these broadcast networks would say, okay, you know what? Maybe this over the air shit is done. You know, maybe this, 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 and nothing's really live. What are you supposed to do though, you know? Go the way of streaming because that's where a large portion of the market and is a, at this point. I, a lot of them are, you know? But they're um, double dipping though. That's a, it costs them to run something on broadcast and they have to, it costs them to run something on stream. Yeah, they're right. pulling in profit from both of those things. But imagine how much more profit they would have if they were to go the way of the Netflix specific. I mean, dude, Facebook has its own fucking streaming platform well, at this and point. And they've got big names on it. And that's what Peacock is doing. But I think what we're finding with Peacock is people are just like, I don't give a shit about an NBC streaming service. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Disney Disney can pull it off because they're fucking Disney. You True. know, like like they have, you know, if you have a little one, like that's that's the fucking streaming service right there, you know? Yeah. Um, it's very like, safe. You know, that's hard to do when you're when you're fucking, you know. TNT, you know, but when, like, but when, <laughs> but when Netflix and all these other streaming services were coming on board, these broadcast networks knew they knew this. These, these companies were coming. I don't think they did. I don't think they I realized think they, it was, it was going to get this insane. Probably not. But then, you know what you just explained? Blockbuster. Yeah, and where's true. Blockbuster? 
Blockbuster has been shoved out of the market. And here's another threat that I don't know if the networks are starting to recognize. These streaming services, yes, they're contracting with these networks and, and paying them money to air some of their products. But in the midst of this, of them airing products from these other networks, these streaming services are also producing their own shit. So what they're yeah. doing is that when they produce their own shit, because they have that broadcast market, market's attention, they're putting in their own shit in there in the middle of it, which is going to sway some of that broadcast market to focus a little bit more on that um, direct produced stuff by the streaming services. Ergo, Netflix's rise to success. Definitely, so they're yeah. actually stealing some of their market thinking that, oh, we're just on their platform because their platform is popular. But in actuality, it might be a little under the table uh, swipe of some of their market. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I, I don't think like a lot of these um, these television companies realize that that's what was going to happen with Netflix because, you know, when Netflix first came out and it was the streaming service, it was sort of this fledgling thing. And, you know, they were the dudes who delivered the CDs and they're like, yeah. well, we're going to try <laughs> this streaming service. But everyone's Internet was kind of shit at the time. Yeah. It's like that doesn't seem real. And they're like, oh, they're going to pay us to, like, put the office on there. Sure. Take the office. Uh, you can put that on there if you. Pay yeah. Us. Nobody's watching it at three o'clock in the morning anyway. But fat dudes that are lonely and depressed with their their bucket of hagen -Dazs. Yeah, so they're, they're like, all right, we'll put The Office on there. We'll put this on there. And then Netflix is like, oh, by the way, uh, here's Daredevil, which is just a banger of a show. And everyone's like, whoa, Netflix can make like kick-ass shows, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then they and then that market that. from And they've continued to produce more. They've like continued Stranger to pull things, the big and then, names. Yeah. And then they get hits like Stranger Things. They start producing movies. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it. I I what we're I believe what we're both saying is that this is blockbuster all over again and the broadcast networks are blockbuster and Netflix is Hulu and YouTube TV and all these other I don't think wait I mean YouTube TV I don't think they have a production company where they're actually producing their own uh, I think YouTube shows like, yeah I think YouTube's like produced a few yeah, TV Amazon TV definitely shows. has. And then you have I actually just the, finished Invincible. God damn, that show is amazing. Holy fuck. And then you so have good. other small production companies. Well, not other small production companies, but production companies that are not under the ticket of some of these big uh, studios like, you know, the Tyler Perry studio that can produce a movie and can produce a TV show and sell that directly to a streaming service. And he doesn't even have to go have a conversation with a broadcast. Um, yeah. network you know well, what i mean you know hbo has always been like ahead of the curve when it comes to tv right like even back in the 90s like the shit they were making in the 90s was like ahead of its time for sure yes yeah, skinamax yeah well there was cinemax but like hbo was doing things like sex in the city they did the sopranos you know like they had these like bangers of shows that you're like damn this is tv um this can be on tv like this is incredible and of course hbo being HBO is like, dude, obviously streaming is the hot shit. So HBO was quick to get on that, on that streaming service stuff. Like they yeah. were quick to get on that. They were in it before like anyone else was. Uh, they were one of the first big, big TV companies. And now I feel like what NBC is doing with Peacock is just them sort of 
last second trying something out. Uh, and but. exactly what Blockbuster did. We're on to something here, Jakey. We're on to something here. It's yeah. the, it's a last minute ditch effort, but the market has already moved and the pandemic supported that market move, especially with the fact that Internet is now in places that Internet wasn't before. Yeah. So now there's all, a whole new segment of the market that's going to be opened up to these streaming services. It's all the same thing, though, because like all the people who were working at, you know, NBC or whatever are now just going to go to Netflix or Amazon or, or yeah. whatever. And, and it's mm-hmm. it's going to be the same thing. And now, like, instead of pitching your show to you know tnt or or you know to these different broadcasting centers now you're pitching it to netflix you're pitching it to uh amazon you know it's it's the same thing uh but it's just a little better because now instead of like we have to wait until seven o'clock to watch the show it's just it's just there and you can watch it whenever so ultimately i think this is going to turn into it's basically cable that you can watch whenever the fuck you want and I love that. I love Hulu. Yeah. I love watching all my shows on Hulu. I pay for the no commercials additional Hulu. It also, you know, opens up another can of worms that these streaming companies can just send you an email and say, hey, in 30 days, we're raising our prices. Um, either pay it or go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? That's another thing that I hate about the stream or a thing that I hate about the streaming service. Um, and then, you know, because I was like, I got one of those from Hulu. My Hulu subscription went from like $19 to like $25. Um, and it made me think, well, now I know why so many people freaking bootleg your shit, you know, (laughs) but, but the really, really, and I I think this cannot be understated the difference between cable and, uh, streaming services is with cable. You had to buy these packages and you had to buy these contracts and you needed this sort of like, you needed this dish or you needed a a box installed at your house. You needed a guy to come out. Now it's like you could get this streaming service for a month. You can cancel it whenever you want. Uh, You don't need someone to come out and install your shit. You could just watch it on your phone, stream it to your TV. You know, like it's, it's that simple and it's just so much better. Even if it ends up like, you know, everyone's concern is like, well, it's going to end up costing the same as cable. And it's like, well, yeah, that seems pretty inevitable. Um, but like, it's still better than cable, you know, even Um, if it ends up costing the same, I can tell you right now, I am saving, I would say roughly around $70 a month. Yeah. After shutting down my, 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 because you don't realize it's not just the cable service and the TV that you're paying for. You've got the box, the equipment rental. You've got the insurance so that when something happens to that shit, you don't have to pay out of pocket for them to come out and fix it. You know what I mean? You got those stupid little taxes that no one knows anything about and surcharges that no one knows what the hell those little $2, $3, $4 surcharges are. That shit adds up in a month. You know what I mean? Sure, they're advertising, oh, get our cable packages with 25 channels for $29.99 a month. What they're not telling you is that there's about another 40 bucks worth of fees that are going to be tacked onto that bitch at the same time. I'm saving almost $70 having almost every streaming service available to me right now. I have mm-hmm. Netflix. I have Hulu. I have Disney Plus. All of them. And I'm still saving money. Even yeah. when they adjust their prices. Well, and the other thing you have to 
consider is with cable it's a it's a package right so you're you're paying for you know hundreds of channels sometimes so that you don't even fucking watch right and like some of those channels you don't even watch but you're it's it's basically like paying for a hundred different streaming services now it's like well i i only want amazon netflix and hbo and you know maybe one day i'll want showtime because they'll have a show or whatever and i can cancel one thing and get the other you know and you can kind of curate your stuff whenever you want and that that wasn't the case with cable where it's like Oh, I don't have Showtime, but the show is on Showtime. The only way I can get Showtime is if I pay for that Showtime package, and that's a six-month commitment to Showtime. Where now it's like, oh, Shameless is on Showtime. I can get Showtime streaming and pay ten bucks for a month, watch everything I want, and then cancel that shit. You know, and not even pay ten bucks a month. Just watch everything you want within the trial period, and then kick <laughs> yeah. that bitch to the curb. Well, HBO. Uh, you know, when they started doing the, the big movie releases, you know, they, they've been releasing like Kong versus Godzilla was the first big one where they released Kong versus Godzilla, both on HBO and in theaters simultaneously. So what mm-hmm. HBO ended up doing was no free trials uh, because everyone's just going to use their free trial to they watch got Kong smart. versus Godzilla. They're like, no, they if you want to watch, if you want to watch Kong versus Godzilla, you have to pay for it. Like, sorry. And that's smart. You know yeah, what I mean? I, no, I don't nothing have a, wrong I don't with, an issue with, you, with that. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm going to tell you right now, Before I pay for them all now, but there was a time before I paid for them that I was like, yeah, uh, everybody's talking about this thing. It's buzz. It's coming out, and um, I'll just try it. And I took the trial period, watched it, boom, bam, went on my way after the trial period ended. You know what I mean? I did that with FUBU TV. I did that with FUBU TV. <laughs> Fubu. FUBU TV sucks ass, but FUBU TV was the only way that I was able to get some Division One NCAA Finals basketball games. So I signed up for a trial with FUBU TV. Now I fucked myself because I missed the date of it ending and ended up getting charged 80 bucks. Yes, $80 for fucking FUBU TV. Because it was an I annual missed, thing, huh? I, no, it was monthly. The sports package on the sport to get the deep rooted NCAA games. I'm talking Grand Canyon University, not a leading university in the NCAA bracket. Their first time ever being to the big dance. They were airing their games on this deep, deep, deep um, network. And it was only available for streaming on FUBU. So I signed up for FUBU TV and watched the games. Okay. I missed the set the the seventh day within an hour, Jake, within an hour. It was literally like 1 a.m. in the morning and it blinked in my mind. Bloop. Oh, shit. I need to cancel FUBU TV. And I went to cancel it and it says it will be canceled in the next month. I'm like, oh, crap. Went, open up my credit card. Boom. $80.96. FUBU TV. That's horrendous. That is the one thing that I don't think streaming has figured out yet is sports i I still feel like sports are they just haven't figured it out yet and i think the reason that they haven't figured it out yet is because people still buy cable to watch sports it's like that was the only reason why i had it was for phoenix suns games yeah because it's always on tnt and they don't they don't put it on anything else uh same with like football it's it's always on nbc or fox you know like you have to have those channels and 
And Hulu has it, but then it's an additional package. It's yeah, like an additional but it, but $10 or so. It's bullshit. They're, they're fucking Hulu has live sports. And it's like, what? Like tennis? <laughs> like, the they fuck? had boxing on earlier jake what are you talking about boxing i don't want to watch from... boxing i want to watch fucking basketball dog boxing for boxers that i had no idea who they were but it was on hulu you know yeah but at the know. but at the end One of the day, day it's still One... better than cable i don't understand like why these sports like just have like you know the nfl network does exist but it's not all the games just do that just charge 15 bucks a month for the nfl network everyone will buy it or everyone who, who likes football yeah. will, like, will buy it which you is know. pretty much everyone in america yeah all the americans will buy it for sure and then nba same thing just have the nba network and then everyone will buy that shit well everyone. they do it's called the it's called the it's called nba tv and it but it's is shit it deep- doesn't it doesn't have everything on it it does actually you can if you have an nba subscription that allows you you have the package that allows you to watch every game in 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 network or in home or out of home meaning that if you're like live in a state where you have a home team you mark it as your home team and you can buy a package where you get all your home games all your home team games but you can also get a package that allows you to watch every fucking nba game that's being played that day but then someone allegedly has this link that does the same thing for free, allegedly. Yeah. You know but what I mean? I think that's what streaming services have found. Because uh, this was a big thing um, with music, right? Like Napster was a thing and everyone was stealing music. And for a long time, people just stole their music. You know, iTunes became a thing and pe- some people started buying CDs on iTunes but still, people, for the most part, during that era, were just stealing music. Um, yeah. Up until recently, I don't think a lot of people steal music anymore because things like Spotify exist. And it's just like, I don't think people inherently want to steal shit. They just want that convenience. And it's like, dude, it's just way more convenient to steal it. I would pay, but like, it's just so much easier to steal it. But like, if they, they like with Spotify, where they're just like, here have every song basically ever fucking made for like 10 bucks a month or whatever sure i'll pay that and then i've got basically i feel like i'm still stealing music only i'm just paying a monthly fee and that's the same with like uh streaming services i think a lot of people were like stealing these shows for a long time like everyone was stealing the walking dead back in the day i remember that in (laughs) high school like no one no one had amc Everyone was no. just torrenting The Walking Dead and watching it at home. Uh, and But now, you know, all of The Walking Dead is on Hulu. And it's like, well, I could just fucking get Hulu. It's, it's all right there. And I don't have to, like, click on this sketchy link and download this sketchy thing. I just pay this one-time fee and I get to watch it all. Like, And, and you sports- can add your family members' email addresses and let them watch it, too. Yeah, yeah. You can, have a, you can have multiple TVs all across the city. Yeah. My kid still watches my Netflix uh uh has the family Netflix account signed into his his phone and his TV and his P- 
PS and four or whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, I had to upgrade my Netflix package because everyone uses my Netflix and I didn't have enough screens. So every time I went there and it's like, there's too many screens being used. So I had to upgrade my fucking Netflix so I could actually use my own Netflix. Oh, that explains why the pass my password's not working. I'm going to need that again, Jake, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think sports will find that one day, though, that they're like, they'll figure it out. But sports is an entity within itself. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of hard to rope a dope them in, because here's the thing. When it comes to sports, especially football, people are going to go to high, hell and high water to get their football and their sports. They don't, yeah. they, it doesn't matter. And I'm telling you right now, NBA TV is a, is hella expensive. I think on the Cox platform, it's like 59 bucks a month. And people don't care because you get that extra NBA stuff and then they play classic games. I had it for a while. And they play classic games and, you know, shit like that. There's a whole lot more on the NBA. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. You even have a, you even have a channel where it's just the game. It's just the game camera, no commentators, no overlay graphics, no commercials. It's just the game camera. And you just hear the ambient sound of the arena. That's it. Like you're actually there. You don't hear all of that. Even though in the new Phoenix Suns arena in downtown Phoenix, when you walk around in the concourse, you actually hear Al McCoy, <laughs> which is really cool. Who's the Suns broadcaster for those right, of you yeah, that yeah. may not know? Um, yeah, I, I think the, the one, I guess, advantage that sports have over, you know, just like your traditional NBCs or, or TNTs or whatever uh, you know, with the streaming platforms, I think a lot of people were like, well, I'm just not going to fucking, I'm just not going to watch whatever's on the AMC channel and I'll just watch right. whatever's on Netflix. You can't really do that with sports. It's not like people are going to jump over to the XFL because they don't want to pay for NFL. It's like, no, yeah. we're, gonna, we're watching NFL. They have a monopoly over that. So I think that's why sports has held out so long even though it seems so obvious what they should do, which is just create their own streaming services and make it super easy for people to, to watch what they want to watch. but Or just well, buy a ticket and head down to the arena. Well, can't really do that right now either. Yeah, you can if you luck out. Yeah. Suns had a game the other night, and I swear that our arena, it felt like they say it's 60% capacity, but... I'm kind of thinking it was more close to 75% capacity, <laughs> you know, but they still have like the, you know, social distancing and, and believe it or not, some people do follow the protocols except for the one guy that cussed me out because he wanted me to put him on the big screen. And I told him you have to put your mask on first. And he said, fuck you. And yeah, welcome to Phoenix. Just, he just happened to say that while the arena security was standing down the tunnel and bye, sir. See ya. No, oh, you can't cuss at the stab, brother. You yeah. was out. Audi 5000. Oh, and then we were leaving the game last night, dude. And um, you know how they have the park. They have the cops, Phoenix PD, and, you know, directing traffic. Well, there was this one guy that was just like, you know, mouthing off to one of the cops that were standing in the street. And the cop purposely was fucking with him. The cop purposely made him wait until, the, until he let all the other traffic flow. And then he let him go. But the guy in the truck made one mistake. He burned rubber and flicked up dirt because everything around that, everything around the arena right now is under construction. He flicked up dirt at the cop that was standing in the middle of the street, pulled around the corner. Not even five seconds later, a motorcycle cop. He was just waiting for that dude to do just, just 
go the extra mile. And he did by pilling out and whoop, right behind him. And then, dude, everybody that was standing on the street, all the fans that were crossing the street were like, how did you not expect that to happen? You mouthed off to an officer that's just directing traffic because you wanted to go and you couldn't go. And then when he does let you go, you decide to pill out. You don't think you're about to get a ticket. There was, I, it was, I was, I was like, come on, man. I fucking, I hate Phoenix so much that, uh, Ducey is, is pushing a bill right now to make abortion illegal in Arizona. Just like, fuck man, fuck this place. Um, and then, uh, I don't know if you saw this video though. Um, not to do with Phoenix, but uh, our our old pal uh, Trump, he's oh kind of, he's kind of back in the news a little bit because you know he's been hiding out at Mar-a-Lago as we all suspected. Yeah, and, because all the Republicans are going to him, which is but it's actually kind of sad. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of sad to watch. There's this video circulating. Apparently, Trump just like goes out on like the front of Mar-a-Lago and just like. <laughs> talks to the five people that are at mar-a-lago for whatever reason and he's just like pennsylvania we're looking into pennsylvania the the election was stolen and it's he just sounds like you know like this crazy old guy that's on the porch of his house just like hey hey listen to me kids uh the election it was stolen from me ah it was stolen and what about Rudy Giuliani? I heard that something would happen. Something happened with that dumb motherfucker where he opened up his mouth and put his foot in it again. Yeah, people I were talking about him. I, I didn't dig into it because you know yeah, I'm still either. disconnected. Um, the only story that I did hear politically is that I guess one of the Republican senators or something during Uncle Joe's State of the Onion address fist bumped him or something, and now she's being attacked by her own party or something like that. And I'm like, what? They can't fist bump now what the the fuck and yeah not like she not like she pulled his pants down and gave him an old snarling and decided to sign off on all of his bills and stuff like that she just fist pumped the dude while he was came in, coming down the aisle yeah and she are, literally reached across the aisle <laughs> yeah and these are the people that are like he's our president you should respect him you know with donald trump and and, I, and for the most part i think the democratic party was way too respectful to trump when he was in office way uh, too respectful constant we talked about it a lot where like you know we the, the democratic it's the party, pussy party the democratic party constantly reached out you know the the first stimulus package that uh that trump did you know there were democrats that voted yes on that because we're you know they're like yeah look, we'll reach across the aisle we'll make this happen um and that was not the case you know with biden and biden did a speech last week i don't know if you watched it uh um, no. it was very good it was a very good speech uh, he, uh, that adrenochrome is really working out for him. Um, <laughs> uh, he seemed very, you know, coherent and, and he was, and what he said was very good, at least in my opinion, he was talking about, um, you know, childcare and, you know, making childcare more, more abundant in, in the United States, which mm-hmm. we, we've been lacking in for a long time. Um, and you know a lot of just basic shit like that that was like super easy and just all the republicans are like how dare he offer child care that communist <laughs> but Jesus. then but then it, like the camera would cut to uh ted cruz and ted cruz is like literally like 
falling asleep during of Biden's course he speech. is it's like dude why do we pay these people it's ridiculous that's one thing that people don't realize is that you're actually paying these people yeah. with the sweat off your brow it's ridiculous and they continue to vote for him i don't yeah they, they do you vote for him well i don't vote for ted cruz that's what i mean Mm-mm. no 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 well was that your content i could you know what <laughs> in this show i cannot speak anymore i am done speaking these lips have gotten in the way these lips are going to go get the closest pint of of haagen ice cream rip this shirt off sit in the corner cry and eat it and be fatter i'm done with talking today <laughs> fuck and uh, i talk for a living yeah well i did see that you did a live show today so that that might have something to do with it um sure oh pre-recorded got it uh you know what jake why don't you just rip the fucking fourth wall down (laughs) why don't you just blow that bitch up jake why don't you just blow up the fourth wall Uh, i think i just fucking hell man i think you have no radio magic whatsoever (laughs) no it wasn't pre-recorded it was live Um, yeah they believe that now yeah yeah i mean if you made a big deal out of it um (laughs) fucking monkey chicken lover and pizza cheese uh (laughs) thanks for watching the show everybody uh this is this isn't a video see you don't even know what the fuck you're doing how are they watching this jake (laughs) they're looking at that how are they watching it they're they're looking at the thumbnail on youtube They're looking at that stolen internet thumbnail that you stretch all the way across 1980. <laughs> hey, you got you got to make it fit 1280 by 720, dog. That's just the Yeah, thumbnail. you do, but you got to find a bigger thumbnail or a better thumbnail than your pixelated pixelated penis pictures you put okay. all on right. YouTube. All right. Who has the internet magic now? All right. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to, to say pixelated penis pictures. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for watching the or listening to the Jake and Corey podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you follow all of our uh, podcast feeds, you know, Spotify, Podbean, all, all those things, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Uh, we're on all of them. Uh, also, on those podcast feeds, you will find our spoiler casts, which we just finished up uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this Wednesday, to fill in for the lack of Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, we recorded a spoiler cast for uh, Invincible, which is a fantastic show. I absolutely adore that show. Uh, also, the Loner Gamecast uh, is live every Monday at 3.30 on twitch.tv slash lonercast uh, and is everywhere else Tuesday. That's the show. Five, six, seven, eight. I also interviewed a animated teddy bear. I already did the five, six, seven, eight. I know that's going to be. 